0: Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up
1: better with CrashPlan. A couple funny things. You know, we run ads, right? You know this, Abby. Everyone listening, you know this. For everything. For everything under the sun, we run ads for. And we have for a long time. So one thing that we did very early on is we stopped looking at the comments on ads because sometimes there's just like troll type comments and we don't need to leave our headspace there. And so what's really funny is that your husband actually is like our comment moderator for our ads. So it is very, 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 very rare where I see comments on our ads. Well, for some reason, the other day I was scrolling and I got served one of our ads for the creative template shop. And it, it's one of our new ads. It's so beautiful. It's just super cute. And you know, it has our tagline on there that we've used for over a year. That's like, meet your new marketing department. And we share our templates and beautifully branded graphics you can customize to use in your business, et cetera, right? And so for some reason, I was compelled to look at the comments. So someone commented, I don't remember who it is. I don't remember the exact comment. This isn't even about like this person at all. I just want to have a broader conversation about what the comment is really about. And it says something like, oh, so like that's all that marketing is, is just beautiful graphics, like something like that. Like they are implied like that's not all that marketing is. So it's weird that you say that. And so I want to have a conversation not only about what is marketing, but what is marketing to two visual artists. And why do we say that when it comes to the Creative Template Shop? Because as you guys know, I hope that you know, it's very deliberate that we say that. And it was a tagline that we designed specifically for the business. And it's something that I believe really, really, really makes our membership stand out from anything else that we see. So I want to kind of dive into all of that. Yeah. So I I just want to say first and foremost, as someone who
0: went to school for marketing and design and then worked in the corporate world in the marketing department, like in agencies doing the work. I know just as well as the person commenting that of course marketing is not just beautiful graphics. It's all sorts of things. Design is obviously one aspect and as visual people and especially as creative people, can be one of the primary ways that you tell two stories. One, you are going to showcase your professionalism and the fact that you know what you're doing by having beautiful design. But it's also an attraction tool because people like beautiful things. And as much as we can say, I want more real and raw and behind the scenes and all that stuff. Yes, people want that and they're craving that. But they also need things that are easy to understand, easy to tell a story, tools that help them do their job. And that's not a place for you to have this like unedited photo of yourself. You know, like that's just not the purpose that it's serving. Well, and it's... No, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's so much deeper than that. Like, it's it's not just visual. It's the copywriting that goes into it. It's the strategy behind the original intent of whatever you're putting out into the world. And I think it can be misconstrued as like, this is just one piece of the puzzle, but what you may not realize is at least behind the scenes with what we're doing, we're giving you far more than beautiful design.
1: Right. And I think, I think that's what I want to really draw attention to is if we, because I I also feel like in the same, I think marketing sometimes gets a bad rap or caring about what your feed looks like gets a bad rap or whatever. Whatever it might be. I think Instagram sometimes can fall into this category of like, you're just scrolling on Instagram. And I think a lot of us have begun to realize like, it's not just a social media platform, it's a legitimate business tool for so many small businesses and big businesses out there. So, scrolling your phone means something different today than it did 15 years ago. But what I also think is like, Marketing, just the word marketing, encompasses so not only so many things when businesses first started, like marketing has obviously existed literally forever, but in the time that we're in right now, when we have so much opportunities and so much power as individual humans to market, even unintentionally... With our words, with what we're wearing, with how we share things, with what we do decide to share online, even if it's not your brand or business that you're like hyping up, you're marketing something always, always and forever. And you're being marketed too, always and forever. And so I think we really need to start understanding that marketing and the decision to have a beautiful graphic that has intention is what actual marketing is. It it is marketing is not a beautiful graphic. Marketing is not a beautifully styled photo. It's the intention and the deliberateness from the creator or the business owner saying, "I'm going to post this on this day with these words that look like this to serve this purpose." We're thinking about things holistically instead of like it's a pretty thing that I'm going to share. So in the sense of our graphics are beautiful yes for sure 100% and every single one is built with a purpose and that purpose is marketing
0: right well and i think the 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 difference here is Yes, you could argue that people are marketing every day. But I would I would argue that there's a difference between influencing and marketing. Because for me, you going to a new restaurant and then telling your friend about the restaurant you just went to, and then them going to that restaurant, I, I'm sure you could argue that it's marketing. But to me, that's more of like, you've inflected something on someone else and they took action because of it. Marketing is usually a more one-sided conversation or or maybe perhaps a more intentional conversation. I think you influence unintentionally all the time. I don't know if you Here's market. where I
1: think the lines get really blurred. I think this conversation is super interesting. So take, for example, today, my stories. In the last couple days, I've been sharing a lot about I did like a day in the life yesterday, and then I've been sharing about how I'm frustrated that I can't find my lactose-free half and half. I'm an old lady; I need lactose-free. And so I'm looking for alternatives because I literally drove to two locations yesterday, and they were both out, and I just like get super frustrated. And I also shared how I just don't like any other kind of milk other than cow milk. Like I'm just not a big fan. I've tried them all, and I hate them. But oat milk, I haven't really given a a good enough chance. And so I picked up a couple different brands. People were like in my DMs being like, tell me literally everything you think about it because I want to switch to and I, I haven't decided like if I want to. Okay, so I did a whole story series about like testing and trying different brands and sharing my opinions and blah, blah, blah. That from what we're talking about is influencing in the sense of if someone likes a creamer that I shared or they're like, okay, she liked that. So I might go buy it. Okay, yes, that's influencing. However, because I'm a business owner and because I'm a brand and I also sell stuff that's my own thing outside of this creamer debacle, I feel like the overall theme of me doing a day in the life, sharing creamer stuff, doing all this stuff, that is marketing me and my brand and who I am as a person. I might influence you to buy this certain creamer or whatever. I don't really give a shit about that. But it piece. does say something about you for sure. Right. No, and I think
0: that's a solid point. And in the same ways that like influencing can be confused with marketing, I saw you posted yesterday and I I feel like this probably needs to be a whole episode about how artists are now being called content creators. Yes. Down and and down. uh, (laughs) Well, well, I promise you, we will do a whole episode on this. But I just think there's this like evolution of language that just makes it more confusing. And I think language aside for a second, as we evolve and as we grow, like words you used even in high school, like you wouldn't, you couldn't use them anymore because like technology has changed or slang has changed or. All of these things. So I think people get caught up in what one person means when they say this versus what another person means is just so different. And English, if you just want to get into the actual context of the language itself, English is not as descriptive as as a lot of other languages are. Like I was, I was, I think it was Chinese. They were talking about like how the actual language is built. And for instance, when they're, when they're sharing new words, rather than coming up with a random word that is just this new thing, they use, they string together multiple words that describe the thing. And I I can't, I can't, I don't know Chinese, so I would butcher anything I would say. I'm not going to try, but just like as an example, they might say like fuzzy animal and that's a bunny. I'm not saying that's exactly what it is. But like the same idea with that. So I think what may be confusing with the English language is that a lot of these words straight up have... I mean, not that they have no meaning. A lot of them are rooted in Latin, obviously. But I think over the years, we've just created a lot of words that have... The, either the context is so far removed, or we're not using words that already exist to connect things together, you know. And I think businesses are a big part of that because businesses are making up words along the way, right. like which is Amazon when we were, <laughs> Amazon when we were children was the rainforest, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, and now Amazon is the biggest retailer in the United States. Uh, there's Apple used to be the thing you gave your teacher at school and now it's one of the largest technology companies. We assign words new meaning all the time. At the end of the day, I want to I want to talk about what what can marketing be for you and how can you take it back? Cuz I think so often if you you can argue it it is just beautiful graphics, but if it, if you're going to make it more, then like how can you be more intentional with what you're putting out into the world? yes, let's look professional. Let's put that intention out there. But then let's layer strategy on top of it. Let's layer even sometimes trends, you guys. Like I think sometimes people are anti-trend. Oh, yeah, anti-trend. I, I want to be timeless. I want to be classic. And, and I think there's a time and a place for that. Like for instance, client and communication. Let's be polite. Let's have like emails that make sense to welcome someone in the right order. Like all of that for sure. But like, if you're literally trying to grow your business on a social platform, ignoring trends is probably a bad plan for your marketing. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, and I just want to get past the like, because and this is literally why we created the shop, right? Where it was like, if so many people are hung up on okay marketing or or branding or beautiful graphics or whatever not marketing but if beautiful graphics are just beautiful graphics that that's all that they serve and we've even been a part of the conversation of like your your entire business and brand doesn't need to be completely polished to start it doesn't need to be stunning and perfect and i still stand by that like you don't have to have all of those pieces figured out just to start like please don't wait for that however if if you're still like convinced that That beautiful design isn't also helping your marketing like that. Those things correlate and it might not be what you need month one, but it's something I want you to look into as you continue to grow and scale and not like poo-pooing off having something. I'm not saying it has to look a certain way or just like be this stunning, super amazing thing, but something that's cohesive tells your your clients and customers who you are, something that's recognizable, something that feels like you, something that you feel proud of to talk about that enables you to market your business more. All of those things aid into your business growth, not necessarily the fact that it, quote, looks good. Like that's that's the baseline. <laughs> the
0: looking good is not necessarily aiding in you actually growing followers. But here's the thing. People make... There's a reason people say like don't judge a book by its cover. Like I judge all books by their cover, okay? All of them. If it's not beautiful, if it doesn't like especially like since I use so many books to decorate my home. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's not the point. People judge all the time whether that's inherent bias or just how you appear online. Do you look professional? Do you look like you have your shit together? A prime example. Prime example. I get a DM from someone I've never talked to. Never talk to. They say something about an episode. I feel like they're going to know who they are, even if I like try to not. They DM me about an episode that they were listening to. They like give feedback, which I love when you guys talk to us about our episodes because good, bad, or indifferent, it it just it, I like chatting. Anyway, she told me something about Pinterest based on something we had said in a previous episode, and just wanted to let me know that I need to not worry so much. Blah, 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 blah. I went to her page, because obviously, like, I'm not going to just, like, have a conversation and not check out who you are. And she had less than 500 followers. I want to say, like, 340 or something. It doesn't matter. If she had said all of that, and then I go to her page, and it doesn't look like she's a business owner, or it doesn't look like she has any sort of marketing background, or it doesn't look like whatever... I'm gonna with without knowing this girl at all, gonna make a judgment on the validity of what she's telling me in my DMs. But because I went to her page, regardless of how many followers she had, and she looked like she was keeping up with marketing trends, like my gut was that she was probably a VA of some kind, she's not trying to grow a massive Instagram following. That's not the goal of her business. But the professionalism of which she had
1: posted the content that she did post. Like a- in a bucket in your brain, like that's what we do. That's what our brains are designed to do is categorize people, put them in buckets that help our brain understand what does, what does this person like know, have, do, like it, it sounds bad. Like when you say it out loud, but like, what can this person do for me and what can I do for them? Like it can be mutually beneficial relationship, but like we, our brains just need to know, like, where does this person fall in within my life? You make judgments all the time and it's not necessarily because you're trying to be harsh or trying to
0: be mean, but you're trying, like you're, like you said, you're trying to put people in a category so you can better understand them. It's a way to get to know people in, in the most broadest sense. And so when we're talking about business, you can't ignore that even if you're not using a social platform to grow an audience, it is still a tool in which people make hiring decisions especially on a B2B level, it, I, I think it gets a little bit different. Like when you're applying for a corporate job, that's just be mindful of not, well, that's not our audience, inappropriate things, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about, B2, we're talking about small business owners. Okay. And so if I go to hire, I mean, literally anyone for our business, I always look at their social profiles and not because I'm like trying to find something wrong with them. I'm just trying to get a gauge of, do I think their personality might be a fit? Do I think the knowledge they have is like the kind of things we're looking for in our business? We make decisions based on that information. And so I think it's important that when you present yourself, regardless of what you want to do, or where you want to go, or how you want to grow your business, they are doing it in a way that it tells the story you want to present. Want to learn exactly step-by-step step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com
1: slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. And I'm telling you, like, it does not need to be, I just keep harping on this, but like, the way that you choose to present yourself does not have to be this like, Beautifully and feminine, and whatever certain look of aesthetic. Like it can literally be whatever you want. There's someone I follow who (laughs) I started to see her pop up in a couple of different groups that I'm in when I was learning about some new softwares that I wanted to use for my makers group. Softwares I am just not that familiar with. She knew them. She was like doing this live. She sells a product, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get into like too specific details, but I see her ads now. I've been to her website, whatever. It is absolutely not what I would want someone to design my thing to look like at all, like literally at all. It's the opposite of my style. But I know as soon as I see something, if it's her content or not. That's the, to me, that's the most important piece. Yes.
0: It's not about you fitting aesthetically with someone else. Honestly, unless I'm specifically hiring you to design for my brand, I could kind of care less what your theme is, or what your colors are, or what fonts you chose. But if I can consistently see you lurking, I might pay, not my, might. I will pay a lot more attention. I think you can even do this with photographs. The way you edit them, the way you showcase the image, I can tell right away if it's from a certain, I wanted to say creator, artist. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's hard because I do think some people want to be a creator. Anyway, okay, well, I want to shift gears now and talk about specifically how and why we built the shop in the way that we did so that we can be your marketing department. And what do we mean when we say that? Because I think that that's a big statement. And I'm not like, I am not surprised at all that anyone's like, wait, what do you mean by that? Graphics just aren't a marketing department. I get that. I hear you here's why what we have is different. You you can see this language on our site. You can see it in the templates that we share. A little just backstory about who we are as people and why like innately the shop is what it is. Abby and I at our core are teachers. We are educators. We are people who learn something and wanna turn around and teach how to do that thing, talk about that strategy, pick it apart, see it work for other people. That's That's what we love to do. And we had built a business doing that For many, many years. Well, we also saw a hole in the creative industry of so many creatives who weren't necessarily designers, but had like close to a design eye, but were just like barely skating by on their collateral, their brand appearance, and all of the different ways that they were showing up in their brand. But they were like wasting a ton of time trying to figure it out. Right. So we're like, okay, is there a world where we can marry beautiful design? Because we know beautiful design with design that actually works for a business and not just the design, like how the buttons are laid out and where the font is bigger than the other. Like, yes, that's, that's there too, right? Design that actually is clickable and can convert and like tell a story that's created to read function, right. all of those. Things. But can we create a, a product that delivers content in a way that aids our members in the overwhelming decisions that they have every single day and every single month in their business and provide as a marketing department guidance on what that business can focus on that month, on holes that they might need to fill in their business that our templates can provide for them. So that we can be the people like, hey, have you thought about this part of your client process? We've got you covered. All you have to do is plug and play. and Now it's done. Hey, have you you thought about like the email part of your client process? Here, plug and play. It's already done. Social media, Pinterest, content, whatever, right? We're just that person in the corner that's like, hey, have you thought about this? We already made it for you. It's here now go do it.
0: Well, and I think even before you get into what comes out on a monthly basis, just in terms of what's already in the shop, we have spent the last 15 months very intentionally building out a product that allows you to from very beginning from like, trying to get people in your top of funnel, like make impressions, make a statement all the way through wowing your clients and customers, and even offboarding. So like there's something for every part of that process. And while I would say I think our shop is probably a bit more focused on a service provider, I definitely know that we have people with alternative types of businesses that are still utilizing the majority of our tools. But If you're a service provider, we're talking about literally every piece of your puzzle. Because at at the end of the day, Emily and I both started as service providers. I was doing branding and marketing. I was doing logo design and web design. Emily was a family photographer and then later a brand photographer for small businesses. So we both know what it takes to effectively communicate. But we also know there are far better tools today than there were when we were doing that five, six years ago. So we want you to utilize those tools and automate as much of your marketing as possible, as much of your client process as possible, so that you can focus more on doing what you're best at, which is why you started your business in the first place. We want to take that weight off of you. And then like Emily's saying, as we roll out new things, it's not meant to be a distraction. Everything that we are putting out into the world is like, hey, I think it's time you refresh this. I think it's time you take a look at this. I think this would be a good opportunity for you to just spend 30 minutes or an hour getting this set up. And sometimes it is a refresh, but a lot of times it's brand new pieces of the puzzle that we haven't previously introduced. And I think that's so incredibly special. So many of the Timblet chops out there are either hyper focus on a specific type of content, like just photos, which there's nothing wrong with just photos, that's fine. Or they are kind of rinsing and repeating the same couple categories over and over again, like YouTube
1: thumbnails and Instagram. Well, and what I see is not only just recycling the, the categories, but also like the designs that they showcase, even if they're new templates, they're like all over the place every month. And what what we do really well, and like some people may be like, wait, but then like it's like it's the same. For 15 months, we have created every single new template that we drop in the three brand color stories that we've had for 15 months. So if you've picked the bright color story 15 months ago, guess what? You still get templates every single month that match that color scheme. And so if once you identify the bucket that you're in, that can still be customized inside. Canva, or however you want to customize it, you can then be like, "Oh, I'm bright, so these are the ones that I'm going to download this this month and put it to use. Customize it for what I need. Type in my words, and I'm done." Right. So if
0: if you don't even want to come up with your own colors or fonts or whatever, like all that's done for you. If you want to switch it out, use the one that's the closest to what your brand already is. I'll be completely honest. I still have I have my own brand fonts and my own brand colors. But I tend to just gravitate towards the set that's the closest to that. And I usually don't make changes. And not that you can't, but we use a lot of additional fonts that are just very specific to how something's laid out. And while you could 100% switch it, there was a reason it was chosen in the first place. And so I think there's just such an opportunity to create this continuity that you're not gonna find elsewhere. And when you like bake in that we're giving you areas to focus on. And then the piece that I, I just don't think we talk about enough is that by and large, there's usually direction for everything that's in there. Like we're talking about, is there a word or a phrase or like specific copy that needs to go in this bucket? if we're talking about something that's long form like a
1: proposal, we're outlining what you should put in every section. We're it's not just you filler the text on the entire template. So we there's an entire sales page template inside the shop where we I spent hours like deconstructing the sales pages that we have used here at Boss Project that we know work and finding, okay, there's a headline go here. And now you start talking about like the features of your thing. And here's where you empathize with your potential customer. And like literally giving you examples of what to say and where to put it on the page so that you know that it will work. So not that it's about this girl's comment at all. No, it's no, just, it just, it, no, it's the broader conversation of what is marketing and and I mean, yeah. Explaining how and why the shop is truly so different than anything else out there on the market. Because, as someone who is not a designer but has a design eye, I think it's sometimes hard for people to understand, like, you know, I was a photographer and I've, I've styled sets. I style flat lays. I know how to compose a shot, but like you give me something 2d and I'm like, what the fuck do I do with this? I just don't know how to manage it at all. And so the shop being super, super helpful for me, but what I would do before we had the shop, right. And I know you guys have done this where you find a template, you know, on Etsy or on this site over here or whatever, and you get that template and you use it for your website or you use it for some client packaging or whatever. Well, then that shop doesn't offer any more. They don't have anything else for you. And so, well, now you need stuff for invoices or proposals or social media graphics. So you have to go hunt down for those. Do they match enough of what you've already paid for and bought over here? So now you're like changing your brand every time you want to download new templates for a new thing that you want to use in your business. You don't have to do that anymore.
0: Right. Well, and, if, you know, for me as a designer, like I could create the continuity myself, I could do it myself. But it's a giant waste of my time at this point, I don't need to design neither business, neither boss project or what I'm doing with FonPrint print co or my lifestyle company, like, I don't need to spend my time and energy on that piece of my business, because it's not the part that's making me money. I mean, I want to showcase my skill, but I- I'll just use my own templates. That's why they exist.
1: Yeah. And I just like, I know I've mentioned this before, but I want to say it one more time in a different way, just so maybe it hits home. I know from when we were doing services for when I was just getting started, when I didn't have a designer as a partner, when I didn't have that, there would be... So many times, every single month, every single day, when you're looking at, like, okay, what do I want to try to accomplish this month and this week and today? And you have your regular duties that you need to do to fulfill clients, land clients, send invoices, whatever that needs to be, right? But then there's always the thing that you're like, okay, well, I also need to scale. So, like, am I going to start an email list or am I going to start a blog or am I going to do this over here? Okay, well, those things need graphics. Everything does, right? Okay, so now you have to figure that stuff out, but you're Absolutely overwhelmed about all of the things that you could do in your business. So then you don't end up actually doing any of them, or you kind of half start an email, but you never make the freebie, or you half start this thing over here, but you never finish it. If you are a member of the shop and you allow us to be your actual marketing department, every single month we pick a theme that they all correlate together. You can use that as the deciding factor of what it is that you're focusing on that month in your business because you could do everything, but you end up doing nothing. So instead, just be like, oh, they released these kind of templates to focus on this area. That's what I'm going to do this month too. Well, and then as a member, we we hardly ever talk about this,
0: but then as a member, you get a weekly email and we write a blog post every week that's associated with like, the actual strategy piece of why or how this is important in your business. And it's going to help give you some context for how to best implement the template.
1: How to use the thing, how to implement it. Yes. I'm just obsessed with the shop. Me too. I'm so excited about it. It's truly,
0: it's been so fun. And I think part of the reason I love it so much is just... Knowing at the end of the day that it's not it's not just something you're subscribing to and then like letting sit on a shelf, it's truly something people are utilizing all of the time in their business, and all'll recognize it like like I was watching a webinar last night for a multi million dollar business, okay? I won't name names because it's unimportant, but there was a work- workbook associated with the webinar. I downloaded the workbook and I was like, holy shit, that's a creative template shop workbook. That's cool. And I, like most people would have no idea. I'm not saying that it's so recognizable. It's so recognizable that other people wouldn't think it's her brand. But I was like, I know your secret. I know how you whipped that Uh out before that webinar. Uh (laughs) Like, it makes me so happy seeing these things in use. I can spot it from like, Ten thousand feet because I'm right. so in it, but everyone yeah. else is just going to see it. You wouldn't wise. be able to know.
1: Yep, yep. I love that. Well, where can people join, girl? There
0: is so much on our shop. So we we've designed this two ways. There's there's two ways to get in. You can go to a shop.com and you can browse all the templates. But I'm going to tell you straight up: while you can purchase things one off, that. It is so much cheaper and so worth it to join as a member. Once you become a member, it's $47 a month and you'll get access to, at this point, hundreds of templates,
1: thousands of... And we just surpassed 600 members. So go join, get us to our next milestone. I I'm excited. (laughs) It's, It's...
0: It's been a fun ride, but yeah, creative Templateshop.com slash join is how you get in on the membership and we can't wait to see you inside. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache, join the co-op, our creative template shop membership with thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation.